Hey guys, and welcome back to Uplift Fit Nutrition Radio. I'm your host, Lacey Dunn, future registered dietitian, here to spread the scientific knowledge in the world of fitness and nutrition. Today, we are going to talk all about vegan and vegetarian diets, as well as go over what the health. So, let's get right into it. So I invited my friend Dylan Bear, who is a registered dietitian, and a good friend Lauren First, who is an NPC competitor as well as registered nurse, to talk about these topics. And I want to just point out and say, if you have a different opinion on a vegan lifestyle or what the health, that is totally okay because in this world, we are allowed different opinions. So what I'm going to do in this podcast and what Dylan and Lauren did, which I already recorded it, so now I'm talking and now I'm just talking to myself. But anyways, what I'm going to do is talk about the science and the scientific evidence about these diets and about the documentary. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I hope you're able to take something from it and let's jump right in. So I have two of my very good friends here, so I'm just going to let them introduce themselves, what they do, and we're going to jump right into vegan diets. So why don't you guys start off? Hey guys, uh, my name is Dylan Bear. I'm a registered dietitian, and uh, I'm out of Columbus, Ohio. I've been on an earlier podcast with Lacey uh, a couple weeks ago and had a great time discussing uh, some bad diets and whatnot, but... Uh, today we're going to be talking about vegan diets, and I'm really excited. And I've got my beautiful girlfriend Lauren first with me. Hi guys, I'm Lauren. Uh, like Dylan said, I'm his girlfriend. I am a registered nurse, newly registered nurse, <laughs> and also NPC bikini competitor. Uh, I was on a previous podcast as well as Lacey, kind of discussing, you know, the do's and don'ts of competing in bikini. So now we're going to give this second one a go. Yeah, and everybody, please just congratulate and give claps for Lauren for becoming a registered nurse and her amazing placing at um, nationals, junior nationals. So, yeah, congrats, Lauren. Thanks, girl. (laughs) Super excited for you. Okay, so I'm very happy we have Dylan and Lauren here because we can get, you know, different perspectives as well as dive deeper into the science about vegan diets. So why don't we first start with what is a vegan diet? Uh, Dylan, you want to get started? Um, Yeah, so as many of you probably already know, vegan diet is basically the most extreme form of vegetarian lifestyle Mm -hmm. uh vegans are going to basically eliminate animal products uh that which is also going to include uh include um no dairy products uh and no egg products as as uh well so um there are going to be some vegetarians that do however incorporate dairy into their diets um or eggs now they are basically deemed um lacto vegetarians so they're going to be having more, a little bit more flexibility incorporated in their lifestyle. So lacto-vegetarians are going to include dairy, um, but no animal products. And lacto-ovo-vegetarians are going to be those that want to include a little bit of dairy in addition to eggs on top of that as well. So, um, But the, the primary means of vegetarians, as most of you know, is just avoiding animal products and their byproducts. Yeah, so a huge reason people 
become vegan or vegetarian is because they want to step away from those animal products, whether it be because they don't agree with how um, these animals are treated or it's just a lifestyle decision because maybe they love pigs and they love dogs and they don't want to eat a pig so it's very different some people avoid it because of sustainability so agriculture and um, having a sustainable um, agricultural practice in our world which that could be a whole different podcast on that sustainability but um, and then of course we have the people that just want the health benefits of it so why don't we go into those health benefits now before we get started with that I do want to make it clear that if you are looking at studies or you are looking at the health benefits of a vegan diet, there are several things you have to take into consideration, such as dietary adherence in the scientific study, the caloric um, ratios, and the fact exactly. that you know vegan diets are increased in fruits, veggies, and fiber. So most of the time when you're looking at these studies, and you're comparing a vegan diet to the diet that they're, you know, just a non-vegan diet, the amount of fruits, vegetables, fiber, all that is increased in the vegan diet where it is not increased in the normal diet. So huge effect there just on health. So before we dive into that, just wanted to make that quite clear. And I know uh, Dylan probably has something to say about that. Um, yeah, so like you said, Vegans are going to definitely incorporate a lot more fruits and vegetables in their diet just because process of elimination. They cannot consume other products that non-vegans are going to consume, things like the meats and um, a lot of a lot of baked goods as well that people don't actually think of have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, animal byproducts in them. And true vegans or vegetarians will not include those in their diets, but rather in substitute those for for more fruits and more vegetables and things of that nature that are very nutrient dense. Um, and there's a lot of people that, that think that just because somebody's not vegan, that they have some sort of hatred against all vegans. And, and that's not the case whatsoever. Um, you know, the vegan lifestyle, it's a tough lifestyle, but however, it, it would be yeah, truly hard, but um, it's very, it is sustainable. And there's a lot of health benefits um, that go along with it. So, uh, Lacey, I'm sure you've read a lot of the studies that come along with vegan lifestyles. And now what, what have you found in the research as far as the benefits go with that? Um, most of the benefits that I see lie in the ranges of um, blood glucose levels, insulin sensitivity, uh-huh. um, lowering total cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, raising HDL cholesterol, which for my listeners, LDL would be the bad cholesterol and HDL would be the yep. good cholesterol, um, as well as mm-hmm. some show effects on overall blood triglyceride levels. So for my mm-hmm. listeners, If your blood and your arteries are filled with triglycerides and you have high blood cholesterol levels, this is um, predisposing you to um, cardiovascular disease and chronic diseases. So basically what this is showing is in the research says is that these vegan diets can help to prevent your risk for chronic disease and overall mortality. Now, Dylan, what do you see in regards to vegan eating and the trend of eating vegan? Because I know it is exploding right now. So what are your thoughts on this specific trend? Yeah, so 
this is a huge trend as of the past, what, two weeks or so? Uh, Two weeks. Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I kid you not. I've been getting emails on a daily basis asking asking them if I write vegan diet plans. Um, And... No, and I, I do, okay, but I prefer not to. Um, and I, you know, I look at the underlying cause of why they're uh, asking me about this, okay? Yeah. So within, you know, I don't know when that video came out, but that documentary, What the Hell, everybody knows what I'm talking about, I'm sure, because it's caused them quite, uh, quite some drama. Um, I posted about it. Lacey was actually the first person that, that showed me the one meme that uh, the Avatar <laughs> Nutrition posted. Oh, my gosh. I started dying. It was oh, kind of have you seen fun. the one with um, Alan Aragon? No, I love Alan. So what What was that one? Oh, my God. He said something about watching what the health is equivalent to watching SpongeBob. And just the way he said it was just really funny. He just, like, has no yeah, yeah. care in the world. But he's still respectful That's- about it. Yeah, and, and again, so um, you have to be respectful for those vegans, okay? But we have to understand and differentiate that documentaries are not science, okay? So documentaries are meant to profit somebody in some way or form. And just the way that this documentary was set out was just totally wrong in so many terms. Yeah. I mean, we can go from... Um, so where they called the associate who just answered thumbs at the help desk, who had nothing to do with anything, the background. Yeah, so a lot of the people they incorporated in this movie, hell, they had Steve-O from Jackass yeah. getting his take on vegan lifestyles and, and whatnot. So, I mean, the, the people within this documentary are not credible people. They're not in the science um, or research world. Um, so you lose a lot of credibility with, within that. Um, but basically, as I told a lot of people, this documentary is just pure vegan propaganda, okay? So it's extremely biased toward veganism. Um, and I say that because it's a one-sided story. It is deemed in, in basically fear-mongering um, those that aren't eating a vegan lifestyle, yeah. okay? So it comes out, and anybody that's eating that isn't eating a vegan lifestyle, you're doing life wrong, apparently. So um, yeah. you're bound to get cancer and diabetes sooner or later. So you better, after watching this documentary, you better become vegan. Um, and when I when I saw that documentary, I was just like, I had to post about it and be like, people, we just have to take a step back here and look at the big picture, okay? So we have to figure out what the documentary is actually showing us. Um, there's a lot of cherry-picked studies within this documentary, um, you know, just to prove a point. Um, and there's just really not, I mean, some of the claims, again, you don't have to be a dietitian for a lot of these things to understand some of the, the claims that they made. Um, I'll use the, the, what was it, the egg? Yeah, one, one the egg, egg one was ridiculous. Like eating one egg is like is smoking five That's cigarettes. Yeah. Like, come on, that is just pure stupidity. Um, and I just laughed out loud when I, when I heard that one, uh, <laughs> but there's several claims just like that all throughout the documentary. And it's just like, I'm beating myself up listening to this. I could not listen to it anymore. Um, but, and I, and I posted about it, uh, and I said, there's nothing wrong with being vegan or, or having a, adopting a vegetarian lifestyle. But when you're shoving things like this and trying to stand behind these false claims that they were saying in the video, or even, you know, there's tons of other documentaries out there too. I mean, it's not just this one, but everyone, I don't know. It's into like a normal human being, someone who doesn't really follow any certain kind of diet 
or any sort of plan. I mean, it can look really convincing in the people who are vegan. Yeah, and what they're doing is they're turning, you know, that correlation into causation, and people fall for that. Exactly. And everybody falls for that. People do not understand, uh, yeah, correlation does not equal causation. Um, So, and that's why they need people like you and uh, Lauren and myself to educate these people. Don't listen to everything that you watch, okay? Um, You know, we got to dig deeper and look at the actual facts and and, uh, understand that just because you watch a documentary does not mean you you know what is right for yeah. everybody in the world. Right. Okay. Exactly. So yeah. And just because yep. look and looking back at the research studies and the health benefits mm-hmm. of eating plant-based and vegan, just because you have seen that in a study that has been controlled, that isn't going to always play into how it affects your personal health because we have to think mm-hmm. about it too. Um, in regards to non-vegan diets versus like a normal lifestyle diet, that that's even different like than somebody who's, you know, just going out and having, you know, just regular meat and eggs and all this stuff. That is totally different as well as if somebody who is going out and they are picking that organic non-antibiotic chicken or they are picking out those eggs with the um, omega acids that are, you know, free range and um, don't have antibiotics added or hormones either versus um, even just there's so many different factors that people have to remember. Like just because somebody is eating an animal product does not mean that that animal product is going to harm their health. Yes. And, and a lot of people, you're exactly right. A lot of people get the the misconception of that. So, um, yeah. And it's just, it's scary, honestly, that so many people, um, just don't understand. But again, that's, that's my motivation. That's going to be your motivation to become RD. Is is that not right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) But, uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, Lauren, I want to get your personal feelings on eating vegan and what you <clears throat> feel that it should go towards, like what you feel this trend should move towards. All right. So, like Dylan said, like, there is nothing wrong with being vegan or eating a vegan, living a vegan lifestyle. Um, but for some reason, and I don't know why, it's kind of along the same lines as the people who use, like, the the fit tea or the wrap. It's mm-hmm. not even – there's nothing wrong with it. You know, you have the right to do whatever you please. But I don't know why it's kind of associated with it, but it's just – it's kind of like a group of bullies. I feel like, you know, now social media is so huge, either, like, on Instagram or Twitter, if, if you say one thing wrong or somehow offend the slightest way a vegan or, you know, any of those groups, like, it's, it's like this big breakout. Like, everybody just, like, corners you in, yells at you. I, I don't know. It's like they're all – it's like bullies. And they're I don't savages. <laughs> they're, it's, yeah. it's, you're afraid to say anything. Not all of them, though. I have to say that. You guys aren't all bad, I promise. no. no. Yeah. You're right. No, not everybody, and I can't say that. You're right. But it just seems like nowadays it's, everybody kind of will 
help each other out and then bully somebody who possibly has something else to say. But I don't know. I feel like everybody should support each other and no matter what they do, again, you just have to do the research. I, I wouldn't recommend following a vegan lifestyle just because you see some girl doing it or you know somebody doing it. Um, I mean, it does have its health benefits. At the same time, you need to do the research because you are missing out on essentials like we talked about earlier. So I feel like a lot of people who just kind of do it for the trend, they really are missing out on the essential vitamins and minerals that they need, and they aren't supplementing themselves. Um, and it's all because people are doing it, and they just kind of want to fit the trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think switching to a vegan diet um, or vegetarian diet, just going more plant-based in general, it's going to incorporate more of those phytochemicals, those antioxidants, you know, those um, amazing N3, N6 fatty acids. It's going to incorporate more nutrients into your diet. That's why you're going to feel better. That's why your body's going to have better performance in and out of the gym. You're going to have more mental clarity. So it's not specifically just getting rid of an animal-based protein or like some people even eliminate honey it's not just getting rid of it it's the fact that you're incorporating better foods into your daily diet all these other foods yeah Yeah. you're exactly right so that's you nailed it you uh you're incorporating all these other foods but it does not mean that you need to go out and eliminate you know these meat products um anytime you're i brought this up with you i think last time anytime you're eliminating uh, an entire food or food group in your diet that's a big red flag, okay, especially if you don't have any legit medicinal reason or you don't have any blood work saying that you need to avoid these kind of foods. Um, and and especially when you can't adhere to it for a lifestyle because when you eliminate these things and you add them back in, then that's when you're going to have some kind of in, likely um, to have an intolerance or some kind of different reaction. Um, your body's like, what is this? I haven't had this in a while. And uh, Dairy is a perfect example. I know a lot of people that, especially in the bodybuilding um, world where their coaches have them eliminate dairy in their diet and then they start adding that back in after they compete uh, and they basically developed a a lactose intolerance even though they didn't didn't have lactose intolerance going into the the competition prep. So um, I just want people to, to be aware of eliminating things out of their diets and really understand why you're eliminating them when you do so yeah I agree and in looking at you know all the research in regards to vegan diets being good for weight loss like people don't understand also the fact that with vegan diets you are having more fruits and vegetables you're having more fiber so all that stuff is going to fill you up and that is going to help in weight loss so it's going to help with dietary adherence so it's not specifically either the best weight loss diet but it can be beneficial for people but there's yeah there's a ton of research showing uh vegan diets to help with obesity but again you have to look at it when you're eliminating a lot of these meat products and and things of that nature you're decreasing overall caloric intake yes okay? so when you do that no matter what the food it is that you're eating you're going to have better weight management so mm-hmm. and again with a lot of these, these studies when you actually look at the methodologies and see the total calories um versus vegans versus non-vegans i mean by default the vegans are just typically typically 
Um, not all the time, but typically you're going to have overall less calories by default. Yes. And I think it needs to be important and noted that I don't think I've seen any study do a study on vegans versus a non-vegan diet while exercising because people don't – well, a lot of people realize – just exercising itself yeah. improves your cholesterol, your blood lipid levels, your insulin sensitivity. So just exercising itself could potentially even be the effects that you could see by switching to a vegan diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, that's a great yeah. point because I think I saw something about um, – I read a read a paper on vegans are typically going to be more health cautious. Therefore, mm-hmm. they're going to be more likely to exercise, whereas you can – a majority of the population is eating meat, okay? And a majority of the population is not health conscious. It's just the way it is. Um, so you're taking, you're taking a lot of the population that's eating a non-vegan diet that are also not exercising like the vegans are. So mm-hmm. then they're comparing those groups. And, again, that's something that you don't realize if you actually – if you don't look at the actual methodology within the research. So, again, you just have to actually just, just look into deeper and not – not have a conclusive answer by watching a documentary on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish there could be like a rule or a law or something about documentaries, <laughs> about media, but sadly there yeah, is right? nothing there yet. So hopefully one day there will be something. Now, something well, that's why we're... Go ahead, Lauren. So that's why we're here, just to, to tell everybody not to always listen to those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was I was like looking through podcasts just today before our we recorded this podcast just to see what other people were saying about vegan diets. And I kid you not, yeah. there was some podcast where this guy was talking. He goes, he said, if as long as you eat, he said 1.25 grams per pound of body weight of vegan protein and you stick to solely intense pyramid sets only training to failure, you will gain seven pounds of muscle in 28 days. I'm like, there is no <laughs> human way possible for that to even happen. I don't. Hey, we, uh, we call those vegan gains, girl. Ah, those vegan roids. Oh that, is, that is hilarious. Vegan roids. Wow. Did you, who was this? Was this uh, somebody in the healthcare field? Please tell me no. His name was um, Thomas. Let me pull my Twitter back up so people can go realize that this guy is terrible. Um, let's see. It blew up my Twitter. That's why I'm <laughs> having to scroll. It's yeah. called The Vegan Body Revolution Show by Thomas Tadlock. Mr. Tadlock, we need an intervention here. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. That is, yeah, no comment. We no should meet him. We but should again, bring him on. But again, I mean, it's things like that. If you're going to believe that, like, really, like, no matter what, you're very single-minded and you're not open-minded to the, to listening to to what is the actual truth yeah okay now something I wanted to get into and I don't personally know too much about it but I'm hoping Dylan does so talking about meat substitutes so do you know anything Dylan about the various types of meat substitutes and what could be bad I know in my personal opinion looking at the various different meat substitutes what a lot of people don't understand is that these substitutes can have 
more sodium in them as well as inflammatory proteins that could potentially cause even more issues than if you were a non-vegan doing a normal animal protein. Yeah. So, um, so there's, you're you're exactly right. Um, and again, they're going to be naturally higher in sodium. Um, and typically it's not going to be a big deal unless you're predisposed with hypertension. Um, we know that if you're already pre-hypertensive or you have high blood pressure, um, increased sodium in the diet is going to naturally increase your blood pressure. Um, however, there's a lot of research showing that if you're not predisposed of blood, uh, high blood pressure, um, sodium is not going to cause you to have any kind of hypertensive problems. Just short-term does it. It does in short-term um, elevate your blood pressure, but not in the long-term grand scheme of things. So, um, but yeah, with the meat alternatives, they are going to be higher in sodium. Um, now you talk about the proteins. Now I'll touch a little bit of base on that again. What were you discussing about the difference of the, the proteins within meat alternatives versus actual meat products? Just the various different um, immune responses that people can have to these proteins, such as like, um, I know CTAN is a wheat-based. So I know for yeah. specifically, now this is all individualized. Specifically, some individuals have problems with a wheat-based source of protein. And so yeah. increasing that in their diet significantly, so if they're having a significant amount of that in their diet, can create potential inflammation which can lead to you know detrimental effects it's like a downward spiral once you have inflammation and that turns into chronic inflammation it's just downhill from there so what are your thoughts on these different meat substitutes regarding that um yeah so i'm i'm going to be straight up with you i don't really know too much about the difference differences in the meats um however i do I i do know of um, the inflammation that you're talking about. And again, I want to, to just have a, um, just talk about inflammation. Um, just because you do respond with inflammation within the body, it doesn't always mean that it's a bad thing. Um, so we need inflammation for a lot of positive effects. Um, but typically people will just automatically assume inflammation in the body is going to be a bad thing. Um, however, with the, the gluten proteins and things of that nature, if you're, if you're including those into your diet with the meat alternatives, um, I can definitely see your body just not absorbing it as well as with the, the meat-specific proteins. Um, but, I mean, it's just going to depend on the individual. That's what it's always yeah. going to come down to. So every individual is going to tolerate um, those type of proteins differently and that's just what it's always going to come down to is the individual and how their their body is immune to a certain um certain substance yeah i agree i haven't done too much research on regards to the specific meat substitutes but i definitely no, think but, uh, yeah if you're vegan you're better off anyways going instead of the meat substitutes to the more actual plant-based foods so nuts beans whole grains, um, seeds. So going that yeah. route other than <laughs> switching over to those processed meat substitutes. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, there's tons of other, other, uh, high protein foods. Like you just mentioned, um, quinoa is a big one. Yeah. I feel like everybody's yeah. eating quinoa oh. nowadays. Quinoa is um, so good. It is so good. It's very delicious and, uh, it's nutrient dense. Um, and it is, it is high in protein. I think it's like, 
Adrian's approaching for a cup of, mm-hmm. of quinoa. So um, that's quite a bit. And then, then yeah, it's lentils. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, and then rice and beans. So I'm sure a lot of vegans already know that rice and beans go hand in hand um, as far as complementary proteins go. So that is a good protein source as well. Um, and then, like you said, the meat alternatives. Um, but it's, it is hard. Uh, what was I thinking? Wait, was this in the documentary? Do you recall? Um, there was some claim that they, they compared beef to broccoli as far as, as calories per gram. That they said oh, that yeah. Broccoli, yeah, they, I did. Okay, they said that broccoli had more protein than, than beef did per calorie. I'm pretty sure I saw that. They and, just made some absurd but, claim, and I'm like – the protein in broccoli, you can't compare it via amino acids to that of a meat product. That's the first step, yeah. yeah. And and secondly, it's just, it's wrong. There's more protein per calorie in beef than uh, than broccoli. So, but, it, but again, it's just something that they, just a claim that they threw out there that people didn't think about that they would pick up. Um, but, yeah. Now, but anyway, you, I mean, if, it's, if you're vegan, there's plenty of other protein sources that you can definitely include in your diet like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I do want to make note, when I talk about inflammation, I'm not talking about acute inflammation. I'm specifically talking about if something is leading you to chronic inflammation. So there's chronic. totally different types of inflammation. So make sure that you aren't thinking that I'm saying this is bad for you because if it you just mm-hmm. have it and you have acute inflammation, it's not going to hurt you. You will be fine. Exactly. Yep. Got it. Now, do you have any thoughts on soy at all? Because I know it's a very controversial subject. Oh, my gosh. It is, especially, I mean, we always bring it up because it just pertains to, to what we do specifically yeah. in the bodybuilding industry. Um, I mean, soy's fine, Okay. Um, again, it, it always is just going to come down to moderation, okay? So when you are excessively um, adding a lot of these things in your diet, which um, a lot of vegan bodybuilders do. Um, I was going to say, it's probably going to have more of an effect on men, Yeah, you know, versus but, women. Yeah, and, and typically a lot of guys are fear uh, soy protein because it does have an impact on your estrogen levels, yeah. okay? Um, but, again, we need males need estrogen in their bodies to – um, to synthesize mm-hmm. muscle, and they just don't realize that, too. So um, soy protein is definitely a, a great source of protein, um, and it's going to be a, one of the first lines of protein to incorporate uh, for any of my, my clients uh, that are prepping for a, a bodybuilding show. Um, what, uh, what do you think about soy protein, Lacey? I agree. I think soy can be a great protein source um i do agree that it has to be taken in moderation and i love that you mentioned that guys need estrogen too because um what people don't realize is even if you have soy in your diet if you have proper fiber in your diet that fiber is going to help get rid of the excess estrogen so as long as you are balancing out your overall diet you don't need to worry about you know and micromanage everything Yes, you're exactly right. But a lot of people tend to micromanage these things, and when they really, really don't need to, to worry about it. But, uh, but yeah, soy, soy, totally fine. And uh, and I feel like a lot of guys that are listening to this need to realize that as well. You're not any any less manly by eating soy protein <laughs> than some whey protein or anything of that nature. So no, and I even just read a study. It was talking about the 
benefits of a PCOS and postmenopausal woman on having a vegan diet. So that includes a lot of soy. So Uh plant-based proteins and soy, that's not going to throw off your hormone levels so much to where there's going to be crazy detrimental effects because these ladies definitely had positive effects in their cholesterol, their triglycerides, overall health status. Mm -hmm. So definitely not something to freak out about. Exactly. Well, is there any other topics about vegan diets that you guys wanted to go over or any last minute considerations? Excuse me. Um, let's see here. What do, we covered supplementation. Um, one one other thing I want to add to the supplementation while I just brought that to my own attention um, is going to be omega-3s, okay? Um, if you're vegetarian, you need to worry about omega-3s. And as far as that goes, omega-3s are found in fish oils, okay? But if you're vegetarian, you, you're not going to eat the fish oils or supplement with official pills. Um, so things that you can look into are uh, ALA, uh, which is found in um, flax seeds. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can get the, the ALA supplements from flax seeds, as well as you can get your DHA that's found in the fish oils. You can get DHA um, in microalgae. Okay, so there's microalgae supplements for for a lot of you vegans um, that want to get the the DHA and the the omega three benefits. Um, there. So that's just a little something I just wanted to add that a lot of people don't realize that they can incorporate into their diet. Yeah, as well as I know a lot of people use nutritional yeast and so that's something they can also also do. They can put it on salads, they can put it, I know I've seen people like bread different kinds of like vegetables with it so yeah, you can get creative. Drinks and smoothies and stuff like that, yeah. Oh yeah, all kinds of things. Um, and then other than that, supplementation, we covered the benefits and we covered the things to, to think about if you are living a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. Um, I think we covered just about everything, didn't we, Lacey? Anything that you want to add or that that we want to, should add in? There's nothing, I want to make sure anything I say I've read up on, so I don't want to make a claim that I have not actually have any evidence to prove of. Yep. I'm with you. That's why I love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining with me. And I just want to thank you guys for being positive lights in this industry, for sharing your knowledge, as well as sharing your personal stories along the way. And thank you guys for being such awesome friends and fit fam. So thank you guys so much yeah. for taking your time for today. And um, if you guys want to just tell my listeners where they can reach you, that would be fantastic. Go ahead, All right. Well, you can follow me on my Instagram. I'm underscore fitness underscore first underscore. <laughs> and then on Twitter, I am more lore for life zero zero. And then you can find me on Instagram at Dylan Bear underscore RD. Um, I also have a website if you're interested in any kind of dietary coaching or contest prep coaching, uh, com, Or if you are interested in hiring me as a coach or, or just have any questions in, in regards to the diet, nutrition, or anything at all, um, you can email me at bearaesthetics at gmail.com. Perfect. So to reiterate, you can reach out to Dylan for any contest prep coaching or lifestyle coaching, any nutritional questions 
Or you can also hit up Lauren, who is fantastic with posing. She has helped me, so make sure you hit her up. So thank you guys so much again, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lacey. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Have a great night, guys. You too. Bye-bye.